0: Is Putin trolling? The Russian president's new list of 500 sanctioned Americans looks like a Russiagate media honey trap. Two days ago, a friend forwarded a Bloomberg article in a note. And so it begins anew. The headline, The Kremlin Offers a Trump-Putin Ticket for 2024, suggested a third consecutive presidential election cycle draped in conspiracy theory. Do we call it a trequel? A threequel. Russiagate 3. Lie Hard with a Vengeance. The piece by Andreas Kluth, picked up by the Washington Post, begins, The bizarre and unsavory strongman bromance between Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump continues. If you're a MAGA Republican and not having second thoughts by now, something's wrong with you. Normally with these articles, you can just fill in the blanks. You put, Trump and Putin are gay for each other, in the lead. Throw a, so division in the body somewhere. Then it's plot complications unity derp before dismounting to, in some honest Republicans face a hard choice. Just as they have Nathan's hot dog eating contests, media will someday have timed Write Russiagate copy competitions. Maybe not on Coney Island, but Park Slope or the Vineyard. It's usually not necessary to read the middles of these stories, but this one is interesting. Kluth is spun up at new sanctions announced by Russia's foreign ministry. These were in response to 300 new sanctions just issued by the U.S. Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control. OFAC, dovetailing with 200 new individuals, entities, vessels, and aircraft. The latter is sobering and includes a minister in Tatarstan overseeing child re-education camps. One wouldn't presume to joke about it or any of the economic and human rights sanctions imposed during the war. This new Russian government response, however, looks like a media prank designed to suck in the likes of Kluth. The announcement of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in connection with personal sanctions of American citizens has 500 names on it, of which about 15 are people the average Netflix-addicted New York reporter would recognize. Barack Obama, Rachel Maddow, Stephen Tyrone Colbert, Joe Lieberman, James Mattis, Letitia James, Eric Cherimella, and Aaron Burnett, among others. I thought that they put Nina Jankowitz 499th to troll her, but the list is in alphabetical order. Her name is transliterated to start with the last Cyrillic letter, Ya. Yeah. This bevy of characters from high-profile online controversies triggered a hot squirt of commentary ejaculate, including Cluths, all on the same theme. Russia goes after Donald Trump's enemies, Newsweek. Putin uses sanctions to target Trump's perceived U.S. foes, MSNBC. Russia's latest sanctions on U.S. officials turn to Trump enemies, New York Times, and many others that American media figures would rush to congratulate one another for being dubbed prompt-tudent enemies, and not for, say, wondering if Russia might flip the off-switch on our power in winter, or entering Vladimir Putin's cockholster into the lexicon, was so predictable, it's hard to imagine these names weren't inserted to inspire this exact press response. Equally predictable was the list inspiring a rich new round of Russiagate delusions. Remember, the Russiagate era inspired a new genre of reporting, sanctioned by the ostensibly most reputable news organizations, called Reading Between the Lines. Mueller appears after something really big, reading between the lines in advance of the special counsel's report. Cluth's piece, a thriller built on the characters not on the list, is in the tradition. The Russian president is once again signaling to Trump and the Tucker Carlson wing of the Republican Party that they should make common cause. Your enemies are my enemies. Putin is vibing. And of course he'd quite appreciate Trump for returning that favor if he gets back into the White House, and even if he doesn't. But what message was Putin signaling, if not a coded message of solidarity? I read the list out of curiosity. About a third of the way through, I started laughing, involuntarily. Interspersed between the handful of nutty media personalities was a long list of less celebrated people and organizations. See if you pick up the theme. Bruce Adams and Megan Anderson, Executive Vice Presidents, NQTEL. George Hoyam, Executive Vice President for Investments, NQTEL. Christopher Darby, CEO, NQTEL. Michael Hayden, former CIA and NSA head. David Marlowe, Assistant Director, CIA. Dustin Gardweiss, Deputy Director for National Intelligence, ODNI. Christine E. Warmuth, Secretary of the Army. Stacey Angela Dixon, Principal Deputy Director of National Intelligence, James Crown, Chairman, General Dynamics, Anne Newberger, Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber Technology, Shane Eddy, President, Pratt & Whitney, Paul Abbott, Deputy Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version, and for more articles and content, please subscribe at www.racket.news.